I'm Dr. Orion Taraban, and this is Psychacks, Better Living Through Psychology. And the topic of today's short talk is men's greatest enemy. And I'm talking about men's greatest enemy in the context of the sexual marketplace. What is the one thing that most prevents men from getting the relationships they want from the women they want to have them with? It's very simple, gentlemen. In a word, men's greatest enemy is cowardice. Your greatest enemy is cowardice. Everything that you want with respect to women is on the other side of that cowardice. Now, I understand that that is a very charged word, and I'm not using it lightly. It's the appropriate word. As we'll see, there are three main ways that men allow cowardice to obstruct their success in the sexual marketplace. First, they're just afraid of women. They're afraid of approaching them. They're afraid of being rejected. They're afraid of being called creepy. They're afraid of leading the interaction in the direction of a sexual encounter. Men, especially young men, just harbor a lot of fear about women. And that fear is paralyzing. It prevents men from approaching women that they're actually attracted to out in the real world. And that fear is cowering. It motivates men to hide their sexual interest, which basically means that they end up in the friend zone over and over again. Feeling afraid is okay. It's perfectly normal under certain circumstances. Allowing that fear to guide your behavior is not. Preferring obedience to your fear over and above obedience to your higher goals is cowardice. For better or worse, as men, you are expected to approach and initiate in the sexual marketplace. If you cannot overcome your fear to approach a woman, declare your intentions, and escalate the interaction towards sexuality, it's just not going to happen for you, my dudes. And I would highly encourage you to become more afraid of that outcome than of anything an uninterested woman could potentially do to you. Check out my episode, Be Afraid of Your Fear, if you'd like to hear the story of how I overcame my own approach anxiety. Now, the second way that men are obstructed by cowardice in the sexual marketplace is that they have significant trouble holding firm in the face of female emotionality. A lot of men believe in the privacy of their own imaginations that they would have the courage to hold the line against a hostile force, confidently repel a home invader, or take on three guys in a bar brawl. However, these same men will fold like a deck of cards when a woman is angry or a woman starts to cry or when a woman uses shaming tactics or when a woman gives an ultimatum, etc. Their own evoked emotion in response to a woman's emotionality is so intolerable to them that they give in. It's like, my guys, do you really think that you could stand up to a bunch of threatening men if you can't handle one single woman? Catering to a woman's emotionality against your better judgment is a form of cowardice born out of a scarcity mentality. Given the first form of cowardice already discussed, it can be very difficult for a man to get a woman. He might then think, well, I can't mess this up. If she leaves me, who knows if I'm going to find anyone else who will want me. And as bad as this is, it's preferable to being alone, right? Uh, Not necessarily, my brother. And this is how men more or less get emotionally manipulated into relationships that aren't in their best interests as they give up more and more in a misguided attempt to make a woman happy or at least temporarily less unhappy. 
Remember, obedience to fear over and above obedience to higher goals is cowardice. In this case, the cowardice is obedience to the fear of emotional pain, heartbreak, loneliness, guilt, and shame over and above obedience to one's overarching mission and chosen path in life. My dudes, I would highly encourage you to become more afraid of losing yourself in a relationship that doesn't serve you than of losing any particular woman. And this is because, among other things, men who do lose themselves in such a relationship often end up losing both the woman and the relationship in the long run anyway. Now, before I go any further, if you're liking what you're hearing, please consider sending this episode to someone who might benefit from its message because it's word of mouth referrals like that that really help to make the channel grow. And you can also hit the thanks button and tip me in proportion to the value you feel you've derived from this episode. I don't do product placements or corporate sponsors. This is how I keep the lights on. I really appreciate your support. Thank you. Now I get it. It can be hard to say no to a woman when she's crying or upset or when she's angry and critical or when she threatens to walk away. But this is the moment to hold firm. This is when you have to hold the line in the face of the advancing forces. And you do this because the relationship you actually want is on the other side of this moment. You have to trust me on this because once a woman realizes that she that you cannot be swayed by her emotionality, she will eventually stop trying. Either because she learns that she has to use other methods to get what she wants or because she decides to actually leave in order to find an easier mark. Either way, your situation should improve. And the best way to strengthen your resolve to hold the line against female emotionality is to increase your own capacity to tolerate negative emotion. Let her cry. Her sadness isn't going to kill her. How can it possibly hurt you? Let her pout. Her frustration isn't going to kill her. How can it possibly hurt you? No matter how uncomfortable the situation is, there's a very good chance that whatever she's feeling will be gone in a few hours. Why make a potentially life-altering decision that compromises your own vision just because you want to escape that difficult moment a little faster? You're not coming out ahead on that one. Cowardice in the face of female emotionality and threatened scarcity is what tends to trap men in relationships that don't serve them. Now, and the third way that men are obstructed by cowardice in the sexual marketplace is by absconding from leadership. Look, it takes courage to stand up and lead. It takes courage to say, I'm going to be in charge or I'm the head of this family. And there's a very prevalent fear among men today that any relationship that deviates from a very narrow interpretation of egalitarianism is misogynistic and oppressive and disrespectful to women. This is drilled into men's heads from the moment they start to talk. Men and women are equal. Men and women are equal. Yes, men and women are equal before God. In the sense that one particular like being is not more inherently valuable than another, right? Like all men, read humans, are created equal. Not born equal, which they clearly are not, but created equal. However, this part has largely been forgotten 
And men and women are equal has increasingly been misunderstood as men and women are the same. And they are not. Men and women are different. And what is good for the goose isn't always good for the gander. And while some women are more comfortable with egalitarian relationships, it's generally not women who get offended when I talk about relationship inequality as a positive. It's men. The truth is that most women don't want an equal. They want someone better who is capable of significantly improving their quality of life. This is the basic tenet of hypergamy. Women mate and date up status hierarchies. They don't really want a peer or a colleague. They want an older, stronger, more successful, more experienced, more dominant man. This allows them to relax more and more into their feminine, which can significantly reduce conflict and strife in a relationship. So don't let the loud, shrill voices of the few dissuade you. An egalitarian relationship is not what most women actually want. And it takes courage to say, no, we are not going to be at the same level in this relationship. I'm going to lead and you get to choose whether or not you want to follow. And let me tell you, in my younger years, when I was trying to give women the egalitarian relationships that I thought they wanted, it was nothing but conflict and drama and heartache. It never worked out. The turning point in my life came when I decided to start taking a more dominant role in my relationships. I began to unapologetically say to women, this is what I want and this is where I'm going. And if you'd like to come along for the ride, I'd be happy to have you. And since then, I have had peaceful, respectful, and loving relationships. It is, without a doubt, the change that has made the single greatest difference in improving the quality of my relationships in my life. And it can take balls to say that, especially in today's day and age. So those are the three ways that cowardice is standing in your way, gentlemen. Resolve those issues and you too can have the relationships you want with the women you want to have them with. What do you think? Does this fit with your own experience? Let me know in the comments below. And if you've gotten this far, you might as well like this episode and subscribe to this channel. You may also consider becoming a channel member with perks like the priority review of comments or booking a paid consultation. As always, thank you for listening.